This is the Everything Weight Loss Podcast with Shari Ware, where we talk about everything, all things, anything to do with weight loss, health, and wellness. So today I have the amazing Deborah Yule back with me for the second time. I'm so excited. Uh, she is one of Australia's leading feng shui consultants and advanced graduate of the Western School of Feng Shui. She refers to feng shui as earth wisdom, principles we all intuitively know but overlook as being too simplistic. She has extensive experience interpreting the ancient principles of feng shui to practical implementation in our modern day homes and workplaces, which are typically very different to those in which feng shui originated. Deborah has facilitated the transformation of many homes, helping people to look at the environment in which they live through, new, through new eyes and make changes that ultimately mean they live happier, more fulfilling lives. And I definitely know uh, that Deborah is helping with me with that at the moment, which we will touch on uh, more in coming episodes and today as well probably she's here to share with us practical ways we can implement simple and logical feng shui enhancements and experience results and today we're specifically talking about feng shui for the new year 2021 so first of all thank you so much for joining me again today deborah thank you for having me shari very excited to be here me too. So excited. Okay, so I'm just going to let you take the floor and tell us what we need to know about feng shui for this year. Well, that's a huge scope that I've got there. So essentially, um, there's cycles to feng shui. So there's a time element, a time aspect of it. So often we think it's just about moving stuff and where it is. But there's also the fourth dimension, which is time. So feng shui has many, many different cycles. Um, we have yearly cycles, we have monthly cycles, we have daily cycles, we even have hourly cycles. Wow. Um, but we also have 10-year cycles, 9-year cycles, 20-year cycles, 180-year cycles. So there's all this time element to stuff wow. going on. Yeah. Uh, we also need to remember with feng shui that um, there's three types of luck, right? We talk about man luck, earth luck, and heaven luck. Now, heaven luck is astrological. It's related to when we were born and what we were born into. So we don't have any control over that at all. Okay. Now, what's said is if you look after your man luck, which is the kind of person that you are and how you are, and your earth luck, which is obviously looking after your environment in accordance with feng shui principles, yeah. then you can actually have a better life than someone born with brilliant heaven luck but who doesn't do anything about looking after it well that's exciting okay. yay absolutely it yep. means we've all got the ability by our choices to make a difference as to what our experience here is on planet earth mm, it's all about okay. choices isn't it it is about choices and it's about what choices we make and the kind of person that we are through that yep. so in Currently, we're in a 20-year period of eight. So eight is really about blessings and auspiciousness. Okay, mm -hmm. so we're actually in a very blessed time at this point in time. Oh, and nice. this current 20-year period of eight finishes um, early in 2024 when we change to a period nine. Right? Okay. Now, that's good news because a period nine is really about the auspiciousness of all auspiciousness. It's like the creme de la creme. Um, but once again, you get out of life what you put into it. So um, 
it's also known as future prosperity. So if you're not doing the right things now, it's not going to benefit you down the track. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep, it makes heaps of sense. Awesome. So um, we're going to focus basically this morning on what's called flying stars, which is an annual movement of time. And we're moving out of an um, annual year of seven and we're moving into a year of six. Right? Okay. So, yep. the, so the seven star, which is the ruling star for the year that we're currently in, is about loss and destruction. So it's been very much a year about protecting ourselves from energies. And if we have a look at what's happened through the year, yeah. we can very much see that that's been in play. I'm not sure that anybody predicted it would be quite on the scale that it has been. No. Um, but we can see that that relates. Yeah, definitely. And the good news is that for 2021, we're moving into a period of six. Now, um, which means that the number ruling the year is the number six. Now, the number six is about heavenly intervention it's about synchronicity it's about things working well falling into place Yay. so often if you think about better. well if you think about clutter when we're cleaning and tidying up clutter we often think we can kind of do that in a vacuum without making a mess but we actually need to pull everything out make a massive mess chaos everywhere in order to see what we're dealing with before we can start to cull out what we don't want and make sure that there's a home for what we do want. Yeah. So if we look at that in conjunction with the number six coming into the year, um, we have to make sure we trim out the stuff that we don't want. Yeah. So really right now is a great time to be clutter clearing, getting rid of that which is no longer serving you. Um, and for many, many people, the last 12 months, their lives have changed quite dramatically. People are now working um, a lot more from home. They might be spending more time with family. There's been some definite lifestyle changes in there. Yeah. And whilst we might say, you know, that's not a good thing, um, there have been some benefits. So right now, let's look at what the benefits are and how we can build on that. Because there's no point, as my mother would say, in crying over spilt milk. Yes. You've got to clean it up, wipe it up, and get on with life. So yeah. let's that's do that. that. Yeah. So we're I'm moving into this... Absolutely. We're moving into this period of six. So the, um, with each period, there's a ruling element. And the element that comes into ruling with the period six is what's known as the metal element. Okay. And each of the elements has an attribute that comes with it. And the metal element is about our mental or our intellectual mm. thinking, right? Mm. So um, we want to make sure that we're using our heads. We're not leaving it up to somebody else to do our thinking for us. By the same token, we need to be very careful not to get stuck in our thinking and become rigid. So if you think about a, a flagpole, for example, it's a very rigid piece of metal. There's yeah. no give in it. There's no bend at all. We actually don't want to be so rigid that we can't hear and listen to new information, right? But we do want to be able to reason and think logically and okay. work out what's best and what's right for us. Yeah. Okay. So um, the centre of our homes is even more important this year than it is in most years. So we want to make sure that it's 
free from clutter. Yeah. Okay. Um, and clutter is anything we don't use or love. Now, just because something's neat and organised doesn't mean it's not clutter. Okay. Right? That's a different concept. Okay. Because we have this thing that, you know, it's, it's neat, tidy, but we have to see what, what's it contributing to our life. Mm. Are we keeping it because it might come in handy one day? <laughs> or is there some definite purpose and reason for having that? there okay so what if you use something you you might only use it once a month but you still it is still no problem okay um even once a year um so for example we change out our clothes by seasons in fact that's a really good way to look at the time aspect of feng shui is to think about it we have different seasons in the year so we have different weather patterns that come to that so we have different experiences at those times yep um you know it's like people have platters that they might use for entertaining so if you get them out once or twice a year and you're using them no issue at all okay um just recently i had a consultation with a client she's moved some years ago i might add from um a larger family home into a small two-bedroom unit. Yep. Her, her and her husband have both been working from home for the last 12 months or so. So it's become very congested and very cluttered. Mm. And one of the things that she's realised, so she has an Italian heritage. Um, they love to cook and have family and meals. Yep. She has three lasagna dishes. Yep. She's actually only going to use two of them. So she's been able to say, okay, I can get rid of one of these, right? Yeah. Now, that's a very simplistic example, but how often do we have those platters from where we were entertaining and that doesn't fit our life? So if your life has changed and that was 10 years ago, yeah. chances are you've moved house to from when you were doing that. Yeah. So as we move from house to house, our life experience changes. Mm. Um, if you've ever, even if you've moved within the same suburb, you'll find that how you live is slightly different. And you might say, oh, that's because I got married or because I had children. But each house has its own distinct energy and it kind of imprints in there. And the people that come in after are likely to have a similar life experience there to you. And if somebody's been there, there'll be what we call precursor energy and you're likely to have a similar life experience to the people before you. Okay. Wow, that's so interesting. So if you go to a funeral home, for example, it's mm. kind of down and depressing, right? There's just yeah. this whole sense of sadness comes over you. If you go to a place where there's lots of parties and balls and laughter and jubility, then it has a very uplifting energy yeah so that same kind of thing happens with our homes as we move between them yeah but this energy of six for the year is common across all dwellings right it's common across wherever we live whatever we're doing now there's three types of luck i'm not sure if i've mentioned this already but there's man luck there's heaven luck and there's earth luck all right so we can't do much about the heaven part of it, but we can certainly do something about the earth part, which is the feng shui part of it. Yeah. And the man luck, which is how we are in society and how we treat other people, right? And how we think. So what we put out is what we get back, we say. Okay. Yeah. Now, sometimes it takes a long time for that to happen. 
So when we start to maybe change our behaviour, we tend to expect an instantaneous result. Um, and Shari, I'm sure you know, it does not happen like that. No, it doesn't. <laughs> In fact, it can take a long time because if we've been predetermined and preconditioned and living in a particular way mm. even though we may change some habits and change some things nothing seems to change on the outside we're having this internal transformation yes right? so in feng shui we say um what we change on the outside tends to change on the inside so how do i explain that feng shui literally translates as wind and water so we can see water, we can see the effect of water, we can see where it floods, we can see the tide coming in and out. We can't actually see the wind, we can only see the effect of the wind through the mm -hmm. rustling of the leaves and the trees, or um, if we've got a really bad storm or hurricanes or tornadoes, we can see the trees coming down. Right? Yep. But we can't actually see the wind. Yep. So it's the same thing when we use our man luck and we start to change internally, nothing so we can't see that to start with right there's nothing on the outside there's the wind is changing but the water isn't yet reacting yeah so we have to stay with that for some time mm -hmm. so with the energy of six we're now changing the outside that helps us to change on the inside now i personally believe we need both right and i believe that the growth and the benefits are faster if we kind of use them in tandem a bit like steps yeah right so we'll do a bit of one and then we'll do a bit of the other and it helps our growth a lot quicker yeah so what can we do in 2021 well the first thing we want to do is we want to make sure that we clean out the old so that we're welcoming in the new okay yep. so you want to get on with some i'm going to say spring cleaning um it's depending on which hemisphere you live in it's either going to be summer or winter cleaning right now but you want to get in and get some of that cleaning to start to happen and really you want to do that before the end of january okay you really want to get started on that so getting the carpets done washing the windows uh, all that really deep cleansing stuff cleaning out the garage getting into all those nooks and crannies and crevices, um, getting rid of the dust. But while you're there, have a look at what you're storing, okay? So as we said, it could be neat and organised, but has it been used in the last five years? Yeah. Right? And if it hasn't, what are you holding on to it for? So, you know, you may have some magazines that you've been keeping um, for 20 years that you're going to get around to reading one day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I, I I don't have any of those. But it did bring to mind that you know I've got some. I've probably got some old newspapers and things stored away of, uh, you know, things like when Princess Diana died. That's taking me back a few years now. But you know, a big life events that impacted me. You know, I, I I'm pretty sure I've got a newspaper or a magazine or something from back then. So what about that kind of stuff? Is that okay? Okay, so you. That comes down to an individual by individual basis. Mm. So um, in my own life, I've been reasonably good at getting rid of most things, um, including photographs of events or times in my life that no longer serve me. So my first husband was a photographer. Yeah. I had acres of photographs when I left him. Mm. I possibly have one or two of things that were particularly significantly positively to me. 
yeah. but the rest of them let go off. Yes. Right? Okay. Right. So if it's significant and a positive memory for you and it's uplifting, yeah. by all means, keep it. Yes. But if it's depressing and it's not adding value to your life, yeah. then why would you allow that to continue to impact you? True. Yep. Good point. Thank you. Yep. You're welcome. And that's, the, and that's the thing, I guess that's also the message you're giving us is just because it's out of sight, out of mind, doesn't mean that the energy is not still impacting us. Correct. Um, we actually say there's nowhere to hide from feng shui eyes. Ah. So um, if it's in your sphere of influence, it's in your control, then it's having an impact on you. So I have some clients that downsized from the family home. They're in a small unit and they have two storage units currently. Now you'd ask why have they got two storage units? Well, the first one they got because they'd been in business. So they were storing all those financial papers that you have to keep. And they were in um, a business where they were responsible for other people's financial papers. Oh, so they've got yep. a lot of that stored there. Yeah. Right. The second one, they had a number of people pass away that they ended up being responsible for cleaning out houses, oh, etc. Wow. Um, which is why they acquired the second one. And then the stuff that's in there, they're keeping because it might come in handy for one of their children or their grandchildren one day. Okay. Now, I've just recently had the conversation with them and they've acknowledged that they know that the children don't want the stuff. <laughs> but it could be useful to someone. Yes. So my response to that is give it to them. Yes, right? I was going to say, let it go be useful. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they've, they've accepted, and this is after quite a number of years, they've accepted that, yes, it really is time. They really don't need to be paying for two storage units. Yeah. Um, so step one is obviously to get that down to one storage unit. Yeah. And step two is to then um, not have any storage units because it doesn't matter where it is if yeah. it's under somebody else's house mm -hmm. if it's our stuff belongs to us energetically those little threads are still connected to us well, right? I, I, I wouldn't have even made that connection I'm so glad you brought that that story into it because it really makes you then realize the impact of it I mean that wasn't even like you said, even if it's stored under somebody else's house, it's still yours. I would never have thought of that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Now, um, we live in southeast Queensland. And one of the things that happens in southeast Queensland every few years is we have a flood. Oh, yes. <laughs> and all these people that live in um, houses with an area underneath, mm. all that stuff they're storing because it might come in handy one day, Every few years, floods come along mm. and they dump it and it ends up on the curbside. Yeah. Right? Now, just because it's in our homes doesn't mean that it's any less rubbish, right? Yeah. Just because it's neat, tidy, organised, it's yeah. still not contributing positively to our life. In fact, it's draining our life force energy. <sighs> That makes so much sense to me. <laughs> Yay! Hopefully it does to the people listening as well. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Trust me, Deborah knows what she's talking about. She's helped me heaps. So <laughs> go and implement. <laughs> um, so getting back to the fact we've got the number six star rule in the year. Now, the number six star is a very auspicious star. It's about heavenly intervention. It's about universal creation helping us 
but we have to be doing something and moving for that to happen. We can't just be parked, sitting there, waiting for it all to come in. Okay? We need to do something. So when we're cleaning out um, the clutter and when we're doing this deep cleansing, getting rid of all the dust bunnies in the corner, instead of focusing on how hard it is and what's gone wrong in our life and all those terrible things we want to be focusing on what's the new year going to bring what are we going to do what are our hopes and dreams what are our ambitions what what is it that we're looking to draw into our lives and my experience is that that changes over one's lifetime so the things that I was excited about when I was 20 were very different by the time I got to 40 yeah. <laughs> and in fact, on some things, I've done a complete 180 degrees. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So wherever it is that you are right now, just go for that, right? But be excited about what's to come because it is going to be a very good year provided we're open to receiving and what's coming, right? Yeah. So we've talked about the mental energy the intellect using our heads right that's going to be very very important but we don't want to become too rigid so once we've cleaned all the stuff out of the center and we've got it sparkling then we want to think about bringing something in that represents the energy of metal right but in a positive way so personally i've got a little angel right she's not very big she's about yay high And she's made of metal. I've had her for quite some time, in fact, since I did my feng shui training. Mm -hmm. And to me, she represents that angelic um, support, that heavenly intervention. Mm. Um, In fact, I have a little quote on my wall that says, send me an angel. So it's like I'm asking for that assistance to help me with what's going on in my life. At whatever time that was, whether things are going well or they're not going well, um, it never hurts to have an angel around looking after you and helping you. Yeah. So think about something metallic that's meaningful in a way for you. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I'm going on the lookout. Yay. Yay. So um, what Shari asked me to talk about when we talked about this morning's session, she asked me to talk about the flying stars. Now, it's a very big, huge, complicated subject. So I'm going to try and keep it reasonably simple. So we know that the number six star is in the center and it's um, responsible for that heavenly intervention, that assistance from heaven. Then we want to look at where are the other auspicious stars for the year, okay? So the number now i need to get this right so let's think about this the number four star is in the east for the year now the number four star is about education knowledge and relationships okay so the element that um goes with that is the wood element so when you're clearing out the east think about getting rid of everything that's not conducive to good relationships Okay. Also think about clearing out anything that's related to past studies that you haven't moved forward with or that aren't relevant in your life right now. Okay. Right. And if you're going to keep it, think about um, what you're going to do with that. Mm. Okay. So for what purpose are you keeping it? Um, Is it that you really are going to go back to it? Um, Or is that 
wishful thinking or is it a sense of I have to complete everything? Yeah. Um, because you know what? Some things we get enough out of without actually having to finish and complete them. Mm. We can let go of the need to do that. It's the, we need to learn to let go of things when they're no longer serving us. And many of us, myself included, I have this problem, holding on to things well when they're well past their use-by date because I feel that I've let somebody down or I've been a failure or I you know, haven't quite got it right. When in reality, what I've learned is that that thing it doesn't inspire me, it doesn't serve me, it doesn't excite me. Um, and so it would be better to just get rid of it, dump it, than to continue to carry through my life making me feel that little bit of, oh, when I come across it from time to time. Wow. So in the East, um, the element we're looking for there is the wood element. So that could be a, a place to put some books about something you're interested in learning more about in the coming year, or something you're excited about reading about. Yep. Um, but think of something, it could be placed a good place to put plants. Now, we'd never want to put plants in the bedroom because they take oxygen out of the air at night. But if it's in a living room, that's a great place to have plants because they're oxygenating the air during the day with, through photosynthesis. So think about what you can put in the east that's uplifting, that makes you feel good, that makes you feel excited about what's to come in the year. And because it's also about relationships, um, you could also think about putting a pair that's two of something in that space. So you're signifying that coming together of two people. Yep. Okay. Awesome. Okay. The number eight star, which is, you'll remember the number eight star is the period, 20 year period we're in. Yes. The number eight star is in the West this year. Okay. okay. So we want to make sure we take extreme care of the West. Anything that makes us feel less than, or isn't making us feel abundant, um, we want to consider moving that out, moving that on, so it's not bringing it downer to the energy in that area. One yeah. of the ways you can energise that space is maybe find a purple money bag. So I've used little leather purple bags and put eight $1 coins in that space. Yeah. The number nine star, which remember I said was the auspiciousness of all auspiciousness. Yes. It's moved down into the northeast corner. Okay. So, of course, we want to take care of the northeast corner. We want to make sure there's no clutter in that space as well. And if you want to um, energize that, think about celebration. What can you put there that has an element of celebration to it, to winning, to achieving? Yep. So it could be a place that you might put any plaques or awards yep. or any recommendations um, just so that you can remember what it is that you have achieved, how far that you've already come. Because so often we think we haven't done anything. We've yep. always done something. It's a matter of finding what that is and holding on to that so we can then get to the next thing and the next yep. thing. What else have we got? We've got the number one star. The number one star is in the south this year. Okay. And it's about victory, so which is different to celebration, okay? Oh, okay. But it's about yep. overcoming obstacles, overcoming the odds, okay? okay. All right, yeah. Um, it's about winning in our business or in our work. It's about that kind of achievement, okay? Whereas the number nine in the northeast is more about the future prosperity and what's to come. This yep. is about what we've already done but we use that to boost us to the next mm. level yes and i think we've got one 
more, oh, which is six, which is in the center. So those are the five auspicious stars for this year. So hopefully that gives people um, some tips about what they can do to help them into the 2021 year and to maximize the auspicious energies that are there to be harnessed. Awesome. So um, the Chinese New Year isn't the same as our New Year, is it? It starts at That's a correct. time. So when does it start? Okay, so Chinese New Year this year, um, so it's based on cycles. Once again, we've talked about time and cycles, so it's based on cycles. Um, so it's like Easter, it moves every year. Okay, but in yeah. 2021, Chinese New Year is on the 12th of February. Okay. Right? Now, one of the things that happens is um, the 4th of February is arbitrarily designated as Chinese New Year, if you like, right? Okay. But the real Chinese New Year is on the 12th of February. So we want to get rid of the energy before then. And yeah. then ideally, we don't want to be cleansing for at least a week after that. Okay. Because hopefully we've done all this really deep cleansing, getting yeah. rid of stuff. So we can welcome the new year in and celebrate the change of the year from the year of the seven, which was loss, destruction, to the year of the six, which is about that heavenly intervention, new beginnings, um, unexpected opportunities. Awesome. So right now is really a time for cleansing, for clearing out, for saying goodbye. But however, it, but focusing on what we want to come in the new year, which doesn't start till the 12th of February this year for yep. um, Chinese New Year. And so, and then, so cleaning before the 12th and then no cleaning from the 12th for at least a week. Yeah. Look, I, I would... Um, try and get it done before then if you could I would um, because the energies don't they're not static they don't sort of just change there there's yeah. kind of like a, a period that's coming into it yeah um, and that's why you said by the end of January yeah so there's sort of like a bit of a fuzzy line and look if you are listening to this and it's the 3rd of February and you've got stuff you know you need to get rid of get to and do it right yeah. there's some extra motivation for you yeah. So what I will say, or what I will ask you now, well, before I ask this last question, I will remind people that this is Deborah's second time on the show. And she has, if you want to know more about the foundations of Feng Shui, then I will be putting the link to the previous episode in the show notes for this one. So you'll be able to go back and listen to that. That will give you an overview of it. Um, and I will also put uh, how you can connect with Deborah further if you want specific uh, individual help to uh, get yourself sorted for the new year and if you're like me I'm actually in the process at the moment uh, where Deborah is helping me a lot because I'm in the process of uh, looking well I found a property now but Deborah's been working with me right from the beginning I'm so excited about this I can't wait till the project is finished but she's been working with me from the beginning um, right from even looking for the property and making sure that we've got certain things in place or certain things are in place before we even decide that we're going to we were going to pursue the property uh, and then now we're at the point where I've uh, just sat down with Deborah and we've We've gone through floor plans and decided actually even down to, this is how intricate it can get, even down to 
uh, depending on your your when you were born, who is going to be best situated in a bedroom so uh, I've actually uh, <laughs> given up the master bedroom <laughs> in the property that we're going into because it's actually better for the other person to be in the master bedroom and for me to be in the other bedroom um, so and and it's all energy and when Deborah Deborah's awesome because she explains everything to you she doesn't just say this is what you're going to do she tells you why and um, out of all the conversations that I've have with Deborah, everything just makes so much sense and, and what I have implemented in my own life in the current property that I'm in has made a massive difference and that's why I decided that I was going to go through this whole process with Deborah. So we will be having more podcast episodes in um, the future this year uh, as we go through that project that we're going through together which is going to be awesome uh, but I really because I just sat down with Deborah uh, this week and we all of I learned about all of this and how important it was uh, I thought oh other people need to know about this so uh, that was the point of this um, episode today that you're going to be getting this week and so definitely if you want some individual help um, reach out to Deborah and now, Deborah, I want you to, if there's one thing, one big thing that you want people to walk away from this episode with, what is the one thing? My one thing would be that uh, in 2021, we have the ability to move forward in our life like we don't have in most years. We've had chaos and confusion over the last 12 months and you cannot truly move forward from where you are without things first breaking down. So I have a little quote that says um, along the lines of, in order for you to be able to move forward, first of all, things have to fall apart so they can then come together differently. And so we actually have a great opportunity as we move into 2021 to actually put the puzzle together in the way that we want it to be, not in the way we may have been living up until this point. Um, so instead of things happening to us, we actually have the choice to take a position and decide what um, direction we want to point ourselves in. Mm, I love that. Thank you so much. Uh, I am so excited for this year. I know that um, there's going to be some awesome things come out of it, not just for myself, but I do feel, um, you know, for the collective, for, for, for so many people, there's going to be some awesome things coming out of this year. So thank you so much for today, Deborah. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode that we work on together. Me too. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. Remember to check out the show notes. And if you have any comments, feedback or suggestions, I'd love to hear them. If you've received value from this podcast, make sure to subscribe. And I'd love you to rate and review the show. Have a fabulous day.